Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. There's an uptick in people that are registering on sex apps and hookup apps that are registering as bisexual. There is no substitute for it being real and in person. And I'm kind of somebody that just, I won't drink muddy water in the desert. So if I'm thirsty, I will stay thirsty. I'll just masturbate that shit out. I can kind of relate to this because you guys know how I've been, all of a sudden I've been craving, I've been saying I've been craving anal. Craving anal, like really wanting to get some good anal. What kind of fucking garbage is this? We should always be obsessed with our orgasms. Come on, people. Hello. That's, <laughs> it feels great. He's not coming, but he's actually ejaculating on you without having an orgasm. Part of it's coming out. Oh, and he's ejaculating. It's like spilling onto your pussy. Oh my God. That's my favorite right there. Well, good morning, guys. Welcome back to the Curious Girl Diaries. I am Layla. So glad to have you here with me in bed this morning. We haven't done a bedroom in bed morning session in quite a while, haven't we? Yes, I'm just sitting here with my coffee, getting cozy, recording a podcast, talking to my most favorite peeps on the entire planet, all over the planet. So excited to have listeners all over the world. It's a great feeling. Well, I have some interesting things to cover this time. I want to get into an article that I came across. I just thought it was so interesting. I'm like, I got to discuss this with you guys. Let's let's go over it. It's sex trends for 2021. And I was going through some of this stuff and I thought, okay, it makes sense, but I'm not sure about all of it. Before I get to that, holy shit, I have got to tell you guys All of a sudden, it just hit me the other day. I'm actually moving. Like, shit just got real. Moving across the country. I started clicking off the days, and I'm just going, okay. I came to the realization I'm going to be moving across the country. I know I keep emphasizing that. Across the country. (laughs) For the first time in my life. Hello. It's time to put my big girl panties on and just do something different. Leaving California. Moving to Florida. And I've been saying it, and it's one thing to say it, say it, say it. But then I finally looked at the calendar and I went, Jesus, I need to start packing. I was really starting to, I'm in that mode where, you know, I can see the end date and now I'm working back from that. And I'm just thinking about, it hit me all the stuff I had to do. And so I knocked about, I don't know, five of those things off my list yesterday. And I just went, Jesus, things just got real. There's so much to do. And I feel like all of a sudden I felt, now I'm feeling the pressure. I'm feeling the time frame, the crunch. Not to mention, guys, I want to put together my, you know, literal cross-country trip and have you guys be a part of it. This is going to take some maneuvering and some finagling on my part. I've already researched cameras for my car so that I can <laughs> broadcast 
out of the car as I make my way across the country. And also, if I'm going to meet with the listeners, I got to get like, I really need to start putting the word out there where you guys can sign up, different points where you can meet me. I mean, I really have to coordinate this whole road trip along with moving. So I can't just settle for moving cross country, which is stressful enough. I need to add add a whole nother layer on top of that. But of course, it's going to be so much fun to meet you guys. I'm really excited about that. I'm going to start to firm up the details. I'll give you more information on that. It's really probably going to be attached to my Patreon, which is launching in, oh, about a week. I've got another meeting with Andrew today. I'm so excited. Guys, remember I put his link up in the show notes for the last episode. So if you're interested in somebody helping you, if you're a creator, content creator, and you're going to start a Patreon, Andrew's your guy. I mean, literally... He has fast-tracked it for me. I cannot tell you how invaluable his help has been. And in my opinion, he's extremely cost-effective. So anyway, all right, enough about that. So let me start off with a message that I got from a listener. I thought it was very interesting. And you know, I'm always talking about how your dick is the canary in the coal mine. Guys, your dick is the canary in the coal mine, okay? Listen to it. It's telling you things. Our vaginas tell us things. We listen. But, you know, guys don't want to ask for directions and maybe they don't want to listen to their dicks when their dicks are having problems. Okay, let me get into this. This came from Jan. Hello, my name is Jan. I need help with my husband, David. He's 41 years old and yes, he's bisexual. He has a boyfriend. We try to have sex. He couldn't get hard and he told me him and his boyfriend had sex and he couldn't get hard for him. He told his doctor, what can we do? Okay, Jan, first of all, I am not a doctor. (laughs) So really, I'm the wrong person to ask, except I might be able to help you with a few resources. There's a podcast called All Things Testosterone. If you Google it, it's really interesting group of guys. And they have been following, uh, but basically their whole thing is about their guys, women have chemical changes and changes, you know, female changes as they get older. And also low testosterone is a problem for a lot of men. And it's something I think that isn't talked about enough. Well, these guys are very vocal about it. They have basically found and sourced all the really good doctors that can help with this issue. They've already kind of gone through the things that can be problematic about it how if you're with the wrong doctor, you really won't get the help you need. I think they could be a good resource. I'm not saying that this is the problem, but here's what I know. When there's an issue, you really need to be your own advocate. Self-advocate. And you know what? If a doctor's not telling you what you want to hear or what you need to hear, or if they're telling you that something's really not wrong, it's not that big of a deal, then you keep going until you find a doctor that will listen to you and that's an expert in this and that can help you. And if that takes 10 doctors or it takes two, it doesn't matter. This is your body or it's his body and it's important, especially when your penis can't get hard. This is a blood flow issue. So that can be indicative. This I do know. Again, not a doctor, but it's blood flow. If you can't get the blood flow down there, you might be having restrictions somewhere else. And this may be an indicator of something much, much, much more ominous. So I wouldn't take it lightly. And again, keep going until you find the right answer and you get the help that you need. Don't settle on this. This is absolutely unacceptable. And 41 is not old and he should be having normal erections. So my concern, again, like I always say, you know, tell men, look, your dick is the canary in the coal mine. It's telling you there's other things going on. So in your body, and that's what you need. This is a secondary 
problem of something that could be much bigger and, you know, honestly, a little more ominous. Hopefully it's not, not saying that it is, but I absolutely hope you guys take this seriously. So check out those guys from All Things Testosterone. They have a lot of really good resources and a lot of good doctors, and I think they can point you in the right direction. Jan, I'm also going to respond to this message, and I will give you some links that I think will be helpful as well. All right, well, good luck, and please, please, please keep me posted on this. Thanks, Jan. Best of luck. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time, and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. Okay, so I stumbled across this article I thought was really interesting. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to discuss this with, with my peeps, with my podcast listeners. And basically, this is about... What someone's predicting, there's going to be these sexual trends coming up for 2021. And I thought, oh, so I started reading it. And, and of course, all these thoughts had, were coming into my head. And I thought, well, this is a great podcast episode. So let's do it. Okay. So, and some of this stuff isn't going to be super surprising, guys. But some of it, I'm like, huh, I may have a different take than this article. Okay. It says more people will experiment with their sexuality. It also mentions, kind of now as we're coming off of Jan's comment, that there's an uptick in people that are registering on sex apps and hookup apps that are registering as bisexual. So I'm wondering, you know, uh, they're also saying that there's more people that are going to be uh, finally decide to call it quits on lackluster relationships or toxic relationships. And then other people deciding that they want to go deeper. Hence, they're now trying to get a little more, I guess, open with, with their different sexual identities. So I think this article says there's been about a 35% uptick in people that are now registering on sex apps as bisexual or hookup sites. You know, that makes sense to me, guys, because, hey, we've all, I think during this year of lockdown, there's a lot of things that people all of a sudden, you know, whether you were isolated or you just couldn't get out and do all the things that have distracted you. If there's anything about your relationships that weren't satisfactory or things that you were hiding and maybe really always wanted to explore, you were going to have a lot more time on your hands to start thinking about that, getting real about it. I probably, I'm trying to think if I've had any major revelations over COVID lockdown. Probably not I don't think so much is in my sexual trends because I think definitely you guys know I hit this revelation when I started this five years ago, five and a half years ago. That's when I had my, this was my pre-COVID moment. <laughs> I was ahead of the curve where I went, what the heck? Okay, this shit's not right. I need to make my sex life a priority. Get out there make my sex bucket list, have fun. I had already kind of gone through that mental inventory of, of trying to want to right the wrongs that I, that were going on in my sex life. 
hence this podcast and why it still continues. But, uh, and that continues to be an evolution, guys. So just know, you know, when, once you start going down this road, hopefully you take, you're constantly taking an inventory and you're changing your mind about things because everything changes. The next trend is pegging and power play will become more popular. It's interesting what they lumped in with this. They said, they also say under this little uh, bullet point here that, that searches for BDSM were up 70% and almost 3,500 3, users on this one particular app that she's mentioning reveal their top kink during lockdown was cyber play or virtual domination and that online role play of BDSM won by a long shot. Okay. And then also the pegging that more female women are wanting to strap on a dildo and penetrate their partner and that strap-on sales were up 200% in 2020. Ooh, okay. Lots of interesting, lots of nuggets in this, this little section here. Okay. Let's start with the BDSM and the uptick in that and the wanting to do cyber and virtual domination. I have to dig dig into this a little bit. I think it might be a skewed number when they're saying that BDSM and cyber domination is up. Of course it's up because if people can't meet and they still need to get their fix, they're going to be doing this online. Also, online orgies, there was, you know, and and instead of people being able to go to sex clubs, they were having these Zoom online orgies and things like that. I never partake in that. And I also don't partake in a lot of online stuff because especially when it comes to BDSM, guys, you know, that's my thing. I need that. That There is no substitute for it being real and in person. And I'm kind of somebody that just, I won't drink muddy water in the desert. So if I'm thirsty, I will stay thirsty. I'll just masturbate that shit out. I'd rather go there in my mind and be fantasizing and watching porn and having a good self-session with myself than cyber domination or any of that. It doesn't, for me, now I'm not saying it, it can't be fun and exciting, just for me because of my indoctrination into the BDSM, I just know how much better it is when it's the real deal. Role-playing it is, I wouldn't even say, from my point of view, 50% of the experience. You're not really able to fully appreciate what it can do. And I don't know if anybody's able to get into subspace when you're not being touched and you don't have all of that stimulation flooding your brain. I mean, are you supposed to spank yourself in an online session? Are you caning yourself? Are you caning yourself? Are you you slapping yourself? Are you choking yourself out? It's not the same. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make, make a funny of it. I mean, I guess I am a little bit, but yeah, I don't get it. That, I can't do it online. It's just, if it's something that you want to explore, explore it with somebody that can really take you to the edge. And, you know, I've always said it's okay to role play this stuff, but just know it's like licking some of the frosting off, you know, a triple layer cake. There's layers. There's more down there. There's so much when you can take a bite of the whole thing, cram that whole thing in your mouth. It's rich and delicious and lovely and wonderful. And you guys know how much like I love it. It's just the most intense thing and the strongest bond you can have with someone. Oh, it's literally changed my life. <laughs> and 
And it's funny because as an adult, you think there's a lot of things that just aren't going to change your life anymore. This has been discovering BDSM and being with the right partner who took me through it and going all the way down the rabbit hole. Oh my goodness, guys, there's so much to that rabbit hole. Just experience it. So again, I do see why it's up. But there's no substitute, in my opinion, for being able to experience it firsthand and with a partner that you have that connection with. You know, that that dominant, submissive, that DS dynamic is by far and away one of the most intense connections you will ever, ever feel with another human being. So I stand on that. If you're interested in BDSM, once things cut loose and you can actually start going, you know, going back out and you're, or you feel comfortable with that, really try to experience it firsthand, live and in person. Oh my gosh. Because all of the, the tactile, the feelings and the sensations when someone else is touching you in that way, or they're able to touch you in that way, whoo, you do not want to miss that. Okay. Now I'm now it's uh, steaming myself up here. Okay, I'm gonna have to push my covers back. All right. So the next part about this was the pegging. I can kind of relate to this because you guys know how I've been. All of a sudden, I've been craving. I've been saying I've been craving anal, craving anal, like really wanting to get some good anal. And I don't want to do it to myself. I know I could, <laughs> but I want a dick. I want a real dick, not a fake one or some other toy in my ass, I want the real deal. Speaking of that, if people are out there experimenting with anal or strap-ons, do not forget what you want is to get the anus nice and lubed up. This is what's going to make this fun and pleasurable for the partner that's being penetrated. Remember guys, I highly, highly recommend the Foria CBD Lube. It gets you nice and relaxed. Also, they have special suppositories for anal sex. I read the reviews and I'm just like, oh yeah, I bought those bad boys. I cannot wait to use them because I know how that oil gets my pussy so lubed up. And also, this is no joke, guys. I am multi-orgasmic, but when I use that stuff, holy shit, it really makes a difference. I mean... I can feel the increased blood flow. And again, back to blood flow, it's so important, especially for the sensations. So if I'm having a G-spot orgasm, this makes my G-spot just, the blood's flowing, it's much more easy, which, you know, for a lot of women, it's not easy to have a G-spot orgasm. And some women can't have a G-spot orgasm. If you can't, don't worry, just, you can you can still use this oil on the outside, I, which I do when I'm masturbating. I put it right on my clit. Ooh, yes. You know, because you don't want to have a toy just rub and rub and rub it on there dry. It's so much better when it's nice and looped and slides around. But also that oil, I'm telling you, it just gets the blood flowing there. Everything feels more intense. I absolutely love it. Guys, I will have a link for the Foria oil. And then you can look at all their products, including the suppositories, in the show notes. Click through the link and you get a bestie discount. So don't just go there on your own. You're going to want that discount. But back to the pegging. I don't know that my, I don't know that I've ever really had the strong urge to peg somebody. I have 
happened with specific partners where that's what they wanted. And because of my dynamic with them, I was into it. That's one thing I haven't done is pegged a man. You guys know I've talked about this because I'm always worried about my stroke game. What if I have a shitty stroke game? What if I can't do what men do? I know you guys, it's a lot of work. If you're good in bed as a man, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. Like to be good sexually and to have that good stroke game, that that is no joke. And I'm not going to lie. Like I literally have anxiety a little bit, a little bit of anxiety or performance anxiety. <laughs> like, what if my rhythm's off? What if I'm horrible at fucking someone else? I I love to be fucked. I'm great in the supporting role, but what if I'm bad at it? That's a little fear that I have rolling around, but one of these days I am going to conquer it. And so maybe guys, maybe I will make this part of my new, you know, trend for coming out of COVID, busting out, busting out with a strap on. I might have to try it. It's always been lingering. It's like, it's on my back list. It's in my back catalog of things I definitely want to do. So let me see if I can make that happen. Okay. So pegging is going to be more popular. I'm not sure what where they're getting that data, but all right, I'll go along with it. It says long distance and virtual relationships will rise. Hmm. Weren't they already kind of rising? I'm not sure. I thought they were already on the rise because of what we've been through. People were kind of reaching out. Again, I'm not much of like a online person. And as far as virtual dating and video dating and I mean, you guys know I have my process, but I like to move it along, right? So as soon as I meet somebody online or through a dating app, or, you know, I always say hookup apps, I'm ready to just, I've got my process. We need to have a meet and greet. So there's still, through COVID, there's still been safe ways to do that. Everything should be done safely, right guys? But there's still been ways to do that. So you can have a virtual meet and greet, but at some point I want to move it along and be in person. I don't want to be masturbating virtually with somebody. It just doesn't really, unless I have a relationship with you already, I don't want to start one that way on that note. It's not my thing. I need the tactileness of another body on top of me, that the weight of a man, him grabbing me and moving me. And if I literally have to do this virtually, I will just use some porn. You know, I love my homemade porn, guys. That's why I did the episode on that a couple episodes back. I'll just watch some of my own homemade porn, watch some porn, regular porn, masturbate, because I know I'm a good lover to myself. I don't need to actually be doing it virtually with somebody that I don't know. I can't get over that hump. So I don't know. I think that virtual and long distance relationships have already come to the scene and been playing themselves out. For some reason, I don't see them continuing in that same mode. I don't see people shifting to that trend and carrying it along. I see them wanting to ditch that trend. So if they've been having a virtual relationship or a long distance relationship, they're going to be anxious to switch it to, you know, having in-person sex. Hello? It feels better. (laughs) This seems kind of obvious to me. I think they might have missed the mark on this one, but I don't know. Time will tell. Okay, this also says sex toy sales will continue to soar. This one I believe that will happen. 44% of people say they're masturbating more. There's a 33% uptick in sex toys. Most popular COVID sex toys they say are vibrators, which are number one. Dildos, couples toys, 
male strokers, you know, the, the sleeves for the penis, butt plugs, and love rings. Now, there's something I missed. Damn it. I should have been selling. Why wasn't I? Why don't I have an affiliate link for sex toys? Okay. Hello. Note to self. Ding, ding, ding. I need to find a good sex toy company. Actually, actually, I already have. I already have. Do you guys remember when I was talking with Medina when I did my podcast from Jamaica? I have got to get that woman who invented that that necklace that's a vibrator, the Vesper. Yes, I need to get an affiliate link with her. Oh my goodness gracious. That necklace, first of all, it's a sexy looking necklace. It kind of looks like a bullet, like an actual bullet, but it's, they're beautiful and they're long and the vibration on that sucker was really good because it sucks when you don't have enough vibration strength to really get much happening. I mean, it takes, you got to have a strong, powerful motor. This shockingly did. I thought, how much, how much vibration can that thing be putting out? Oh no, it was no joke. I need to get right on that. Like I said, note to self, I'm going to add that to my repertoire. Plus she's in my neck of the woods, the lady that invented this. And I'd really, really love to pick her brain. It's fascinating. How does somebody get into that? How do you get into being a sex toy creator? Anyway, Back to the sex toy sales. Absolutely. I think it is going to continue to soar. And I do think people have gotten more exploratory and tried more things and been a little more creative with their own self-pleasure and masturbation, which I think is wonderful. I mean, it's going to make you better lovers. I bet you we're going to have a lot of better lovers coming out of this because people are going to be more attentive, more willing, more appreciative of just sex in general and connection and all that stuff. Okay. So the next trend is uh, people are going to consider going back with their ex. If you've reached out or heard from an ex during lockdown, you're not alone. Uh, so she's talking about this woman goes on to cite that she's got three, there's three ladies on here that they've reached out to more exes since the pandemic. It's weird. You know, I have not, <laughs> but I'm kind of wired, kind of weird. And as you guys know, I chose the pandemic of all times, right? Smack dab, just about damn near in the middle of it to not continue a relationship that was very important to me. And I think it definitely made the pandemic tougher because, you know, not only are you missing that person and going through that, but now we couple that with the pandemic. It's not like, what what is that quote they say? The fastest way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. Well, it's harder to get under people because we got the pandemic going on. So it really was maybe gave me a little too much time on my hand for thinking, but I haven't been not just not just that one particular person, but even just any other exes, I haven't really been reaching out. Now that I read this, hold on, hold on. Let me go back here in my memory banks. I think, I think there has been. I would say I have noticed that actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Damn. Yes, from guys, guys that, you know, I used to see and they have reached out and not like, hey, let's get together and fuck, but just, yeah, they have reached out. Maybe they were feeling it out. Maybe I wasn't receptive. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. This part, okay, I'll give them, I think there's probably merit to this. Yes. Again, I think anytime you've got this time of self-reflection, you're isolated, you're alone, it does give you the kind of the opportunity to start thinking about your priorities. Hopefully, like I say, it's motivating people to want to make sex a priority because you know I'm big on that. Got to make it a priority. Put it on your list. 
make your sex bucket list, keep things exciting and interesting. It's really a part of your life, guys. It should always, always be something that's evolving. It shouldn't stagnate. It's so interesting how, you know, everything really kind of changes. Everything. Change is the only constant. And every year, you know, we make new goals, financial goals, physical fitness goals. You're going to eat better. You're going to sleep more. You're, you know, all these things about how to better your life. You're going to save more money. You're going to take trips. You're going to... But very few people decide to make their sex life a priority or it goes on their goal list. And every year it really should be up there. It should just be one of those things that you're mindful of like, okay, there's all these parts and things that are important. Your sexuality is important too. You can't turn that side of you off. You can, but I suggest, I'm suggesting that things, you know, it leads to other things and things will suffer. Things things are always better when you're having great sex. <laughs> always. Everything else is better. All those other things, all that saving money, all that physical fitness, it makes it all worth it. So having a great sex life, a sex life that matters and that gets some priority and some thoughtfulness from your day where you're making, you know, where you're just mindful of it. Oh my gosh. It's the cherry on top of that great Sunday. So don't miss out on it. Stop neglecting it. And I think a lot of people, again, with all this time on their hands to think about this stuff, they're going to come roaring back. So I bet you there'll be an uptick. I'm trying to think of all these trends. Like, where do I need to invest my money? <laughs> what affiliate links do I need um, for you guys? Okay, it's definitely going to be, we're going to say sex toys. Here's my prediction. Sex toys and dating apps. Which, by the way, as a total sidebar, I got turned on to a few additional dating apps that I think I'm going to try. I've sort of been stubborn and I'm, I do get set in my ways when it comes to certain things. And I've been on the same dating app, as you know, I've mentioned it. I try not to say the name because I don't want people like flooding there and <laughs> flooding it and searching for me. But I'm going to get on. I'm going to, st- I think I'm going to try some new ones. I will try them out and then I will tell you what they are. So you guys, maybe it's a good, if it's a good tip and I think it's, you can meet some quality people and, and have some good, fun, sexy adventures, I will let you know. But this market is evolving. The, the, the dating apps and, you know, where it's a little more casual and everybody's on board with that. These things are trending right now. So I'm definitely going to give, there's a few that I thought, okay, I'm going to make some profiles and give it a shot. Okay. The next trend is moving your obsession with orgasms to sexual mindfulness. All right, let's dive into this. What kind of, what kind of fucking garbage is this? We should always be obsessed with our orgasms. Come on, people. Hello. That's, (laughs) it feels great. I don't know. Okay. I see a little trend here. You know, when I was, when I did my 30 days of masturbation in March, masturbation madness month, when I masturbated every day that month, I was talking about, I coined a new term. You heard it here first, mindful masturbation. That was really being self-aware, getting in touch with my own body. I highly recommend it, guys. Try it. 30 days. Doesn't have to be in March. 30 days straight. You have to masturbate for 30 days straight. And when you get into your own self-pleasure, let me tell you, it's a really good thing. You're going to start to realize some things about yourself, the way you're wired. You'll even discover some new things, which I did. That was fascinating. If you go back, listen to that episode, guys. I forget that what number it is, but it's in March. I think I called it March Masturbation Madness. And all throughout March, I'm kind of 
listen to those episodes, I'm talking about all the things I'm getting sort of refocused on myself, re refocused on my sexuality, what feels good to me. And also, like I said, when you get super focused and you're mindful about it, I really found I discovered some other things too, which was quite fascinating. I always love when I learn something new about myself sexually, open a new door, broaden my horizon. So much fun. So I think there's something to this. I don't know. It says mindfulness. Here's what they're saying. Here's kind of the summation of this. Mindfulness also involves shifting the focus from an orgasm each to simply appreciating, giving, or receiving pleasure. Well, I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm really going to sign off on that. (laughs) I mean, listen, it sounds good in theory that we're all just having fun and enjoying our pleasure, but there's an end goal in mind. At least for me, there is. And maybe this is not a mature, enlightened way to look at it. But when I am with my partner, even when it's somebody that I'm in love with, whether it's casual, from casual to totally head over heels in love with, I want them to come and I want to come too. But I don't just want to come once. I really want to come multiple times. That's what my body can do. Now, if orgasms are harder for you, I know that there's other ways people can find they find fulfilling aspects of sex. And maybe they're right. Maybe it is more sexual mindfulness that just allows you to be in the moment and appreciate what you're doing. I get it, but I still want the orgasm at the end. And not just at the end, I'm greedy. I want them during and at the end. (laughs) So it's like five for me, one for you. That's sort of how it goes because guys wait. And not a lot of them are multi-orgasmic. So, you know, they're good lovers are getting their partners off and then they'll have, you know, usually one at the end. Now, again, some guys, they can have multiple orgasms too, which is really fun. Or I've talked about this before where the guy's edging himself and then he's edging himself and he's not coming, but he's actually ejaculating on you without having an orgasm. Part of it's coming out. Oh, and he's jacking. It's like spilling onto your pussy. Oh my God. That's my favorite right there. So fucking hot. If you haven't had a guy that can tease himself up to the point where I call it like, it's like he's leaking, like his balls are so tight. They just need to be drained and he can get himself right to the edge. And some of it comes out, but he's not actually having an orgasm. And he keeps building on that and building on that and building on that. Some of it comes out and he keeps building. And then he finally comes. Oh, sweet Jesus. Those are some of the hottest sessions of my life right there. So damn sexy. Find a guy that can do that. Ooh, it will pop your head off. And, you know, he's having an amazing time too. Okay. It says older women will enjoy, here's the next trend. Older women will enjoy more sex and better sex. Now, at first I read this and I'm like, what the hell? How does she, whoa, hello, record scratch. We just switched. We just jumped into left field here. How did she just throw this subject in? Because it's very specific. As it turns out, as I scroll down and I read about the author of this article, she's an older female. And I think, and she also has a book about women who are over 50, you know, enjoying their sex life more and all the pleasure and stuff that comes after menopause. Absolutely. I'm like, great. You know what? There's something to look forward to. Actually, you should be having sex till the day you die, quite frankly. Some form of it. The physical touch and connection and all that stuff, so important. I hope to God I'm lucky enough to be having sex until the day I die. Uh, my grandma 
rest her soul, uh, was very sexual. She had a boyfriend. She was very sexual, you know, up, up until, until, you know, it was just not feasible anymore. And that was very, at very, very old age. She, she passed away, I believe, in late 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there. So this, it's not just an age thing. I know it's hard. It's so funny. It's hard. Like when I was younger, it was hard for me to think about my mom having sex. Like, ew, you know, because you thought of the sex as a young thing. But the truth is, my sex has gotten so much better as I've gotten older, more confident, know my body better, all this good stuff. It's, It does. It really does get better. So I'm just going to assume that that trend just keeps right on going. Okay. So the next thing she says is, we'll be choosier. People will be choosier about their sex partners. And then it says, or will we? You know, that's an interesting thing. I'm really curious to see that myself. Will people be choosier? Like, will they want to have more quality? So let's say more strings attached. Or will they be less choosy? Like, hey, it's a volume thing. I just want to, I haven't been able to get my rocks off in a year. I'm out there. I'm hot and heavy. I'm coming in hot. I'm going to be fucking everything in sight and it doesn't matter. I'm just going for it. I'll be really curious to see when people start ripping that Band-Aid off which way they go. I already know. You guys know. You've listened to me long enough. You know what my course is. It's I'm staying the course. It's not shifting. My shifts, I had a COVID before I had a COVID. <laughs> I had COVID before COVID was cool. That, that was five years ago, guys, when all of a sudden I went, oh my God, I've been isolating myself. What the fuck am I doing? You know, and I went on this crazy sexual adventure and it's just been ongoing ever since. But it's interesting because I did get a comment from a listener. Uh, his name is Ayan and he, or Ion, I hope I'm saying it right. I thought it was Ayan. I took it as Ayan. He sent in this great comment about my uh, Some Strings Attached episode. Here it is. Hey, Lila. It was awesome to find somebody who's as curious about this, all this stuff as I am. I've just listened to the SSA episodes, but I'm fascinated by your list of podcasts and plan to listen to the others as well. Your take on NSA got me wondering if it's useful to distinguish between intimacy and dependency. I've always considered the string in no strings attached to be dependence rather than an intimate connection. I view no strings attached relationship as one where neither partner expects to be emotionally or financially dependent on the other, much like a good friendship. And I agree that any relationship with physical intimacy, NSA or not, is best accompanied by intellectual as well as emotional intimacy. What do you think? Okay. Ayan, thank you so much for that. I always love getting voicemails from you guys. You know this. Please, please, please. My favorite thing to do is to get your voice memos. I respond to them quickly. You get to hear my voice. It's personalized. And I'm actually addressing exactly what you're talking about. Even if I have it, even if I play it on the show, I give you a similar but a little bit more in-depth answer when I respond back. So I love hearing from you guys. You get to hear my voice. I get to hear yours. Super easy to do, guys. If you want to go to the website, click on the right hand, look on the right hand side. There's a pink tab. Send me a voicemail. Boop, just send it and you'll hear back from me guaranteed. Okay, so Anne, I let's see on this strings attached thing, you're saying that you consider it to be dependence. The string is some sort of dependence, whether it's financial or emotional, huh? 
And you th- and so your theory then is this is why men say oh, I see it a lot with the men more than the women like on on dating sites and things like that or hookup sites it's they always say they're looking for NSA. My thing has said and my, you know my perspective has been there's something about that that irks me a little bit. It's like I don't it's almost like I just it's like I don't trust that person and it turns me off and I have to say I find an alarming rate of men that say NSA are cheaters. There, I said it. Alar- yeah, it, it seems to coincide with men when they're saying, looking for NSA. Uh, it's because you got a girlfriend, buddy, or you got a wife, and you're trying to, to pull some crap on the side. And this is your, this is your subconscious <laughs> way of trying to say, without tipping your hand, because a lot of women get turned off by this, get turned off by people that are just cheaters, that, you know, they don't, I don't know. This has just been, I'm just sharing my experience with you. And I'm sure you're not a cheater. So you probably don't know. You're thinking you're giving your species the benefit of the doubt here. And I don't mean to turn this into a male, female thing. Oh, I feel like I'm backing myself into a corner here. But because I know women do it too. Don't get me wrong. I never took it as, I honestly know, I never, you asked me what my opinion is. I never took it as a financial or emotional thing when you're talking about the string being attached, that it meant men are saying, we don't, I don't want a financial or emotional tie to you. I took it as, again, yeah, I mean, basically, this is going to be just be transactional. And it's like an encounter I would have with a sex worker, except I'm getting it for free, and I'm not paying. That's kind of how I take it. And again, I don't know why I can't, you know, there's just something about this that rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't sit right with me. You don't need to say, slap it on there. I'm looking for NSA. To me, that's like, again, I'm looking for sex that would come, that should come from a professional sex worker that I don't have to pay for because I'm a cheap ass. <laughs> I mean, if you want NSA, go to a professional. They, that's what they're there for. And maybe I'm being a little extreme with it when I say go to a professional, but I just don't, eh, 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 eh. I don't know. There's so, again, I'm put off by it. I'm sure as, as, as time goes on, I'll figure it out more, but I can tell you that I find a high, high number of, very high number of men, obviously, since I'm not dating women, I can only speak to the men, that when they say NSA, that it usually coincides with a man that has a girlfriend and isn't tell, telling her that he's trying to get some on the side or they're married. And of course, they're obviously not telling their wife. They're trying to go and get some on the side. So I just find this high correlation with it. And so for me, it's a red flag. It's become a red flag. If you're leading with it and you're putting that on like your, you know, your profile on a a hookup site or a dating app or whatever, it's like, eh, I don't know. And again, to each his own, it's just not my thing. You know that from, I feel like, There's just different levels you can go with people. And it doesn't have to mean we're skipping off into the sunset and that I'm expecting you to devote all your time to me or that I want to infringe on your time. I don't. I really don't. I'm looking for people that I have a connection with 
emotionally and I enjoy them as a person and I want to hang out with them and spend time with them. Because as I've said, if not, I literally will stay home and just masturbate. Because if I don't have any kind of a connection, even just a, a nice friendship, then I'm just masturbating on your dick. You are an unpaid sex worker to me. There's just zero. When there's just zero and it's all business, I literally, it's it's not worth the time and effort it takes for me to get ready, get myself all looking all cute and meet you somewhere and spend some time on some idle chit chat. Even if we don't do that and I came straight over to your house or you came straight over to my house we and it was no conversation, you pulled down my pants and we went for it. It just wouldn't be as enjoyable because there's the sex will not be that good. I need, there has to be some tiny little connection, level of interest in you genuinely as a person for me to get excited and have that anticipation about you putting your dick in me. Otherwise, like I said, I'm just masturbating on your dick and I have plenty of dildos that I think are probably gonna, I can maneuver better than you. So this is just being honest. So that's where, that's where I'm coming from with that. But I like that you have a different point of view and I appreciate that. I'm just saying my experience has been something different. But again, I was glad to hear that because quite frankly, I'd never thought of it. Well, maybe some guys are just considering it the way you are. They just don't want an emotional dependence or a financial dependence. And when they say NSA, that's what it means. I will accept that, that that's a possibility. Okay, last thing guys is, I think, you know, I think we're wrapping it up here. But last thing is, don't forget, I think another trend I'm going to call right now is people are going to be taking more vacations. I know I am. I know I am. This is not in that article, by the way, the vacations. I'm just predicting since we've been on lockdown, we haven't been able to go a single, single place. People are going to be dying to get the fuck out of Dodge. I know I am. You know I have been. I've been talking about this whole time, chomping, chomping at the bit. I went to Jamaica and I'm also going to Costa Rica in October. Guys, if you want to join me in Costa Rica, please do. So, so much fun going with there's it's open to about 30 people. It's a group. The one I did, you guys heard me when I podcasted from Jamaica was so much fun. I met some super cool people, had an amazing time. If you've never been to Costa Rica, it's phenomenal. That place is magic. If you've been there, you already know what I'm talking about and you should definitely want to go back. So guys, I would love to take a vacation with you guys. Again, this is just a, you've heard my friend Mickey. She's the one hosting all this. I get, I'm not, I just, I don't have an affiliate link. I don't get anything out of it. It's just, let's have some fun. We've earned it. We deserve it. You know, you might get a little, you might find a little romance on your vacation, you know, a little, uh, vacation sex. Probably not with me, but there's plenty of beautiful people in going to Costa Rica and in Costa Rica. So let's have some fun. Go to my website, check the show notes. I will put a link to the Paradise and Vibe Costa Rica vacation. I would love to see you guys there. It'll be so much fun. We will have a great time. All right, guys. Well, that about does it. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Stay safe. And until next time, bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com 
and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.